If your septic or mound system needs repair, residential or commercial, we've got you covered. Our friendly, knowledgeable staff at Hare Construction can guide you from your a simple septic pumping all the way through a repair or replacement. Building a new home? We can help. With our in-house soil testing team and multiple installation crews, we can get the job done. For repairs, routine maintenance, installations or replacements of septics and mounds, contact the experts at Hare Constructions today. Call us at 262-968-2550 or see our website at harecorp.com. That's H-E-R-R-C-O-R-P.com. This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning, 707. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful Saturday. A little chilly out there, getting to be fall at yeah. this point. I yeah. don't think there's any turning back. Nope, and the temperature difference. Good morning, everybody. Uh, morning, Dayton. You can see the Lake Michigan mountains again. Yes, it's so cool the when you're coming What in. would be cooler, having mountains or the lake? Uh, I think the lake. I vote for the lake. Both yes. would be awesome, right? If we could get both. <laughs> Maybe happen. mountains to the west. Did you see the, the moon this morning too? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was huge. Finally, no bright. clouds. So I'm down. back after a week. I want to thank Libby Collins for filling in last sure. week while I was at my men's retreat through Good. church. So uh, you guys sounded great. I listened back. You can always hear the podcast right. at wtmj.com or on but, the YouTube channel. Oh, that's right. We right now. A, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, the Fix-It Show sponsored by Siding Unlimited and JMB Construction. But with us this morning is Todd Stair, the Vice President of Hair Construction. Good morning. Hi, guys. Thanks morning, for having Todd. me. You bet. I'm glad to have you back. Are, are we introducing the other person in the room, or are we uh, just... Super TMJ fan, uh, Peg, our, uh, my wife, and our office <laughs> manager is here okay. with us today. Welcome, Peggy. We, good we're morning. putting her on the spot. She's yes, like, I don't yeah, want to talk, yeah, okay. but good morning. We <laughs> good at least morning. want to say good morning <laughs> yes. to you, Peggy. Thanks for joining us as well. So uh, private on-site wastewater treatment systems. That's the long name for it, right? Yes. What do most people call it? Most people call them septic systems, mound systems. Okay. Yep. And that's what you guys specialize in? Yeah, we specialize in everything that has to do with uh, septics and mounds, uh, installing, repairing, replacing um, doing inspections for home sales, the soil testing that determines what type of system you have to have and where it has to go. Right. Okay. And the private part about that means it's on your property, meaning it's not going to the municipal sewer uh, you know, treatment plant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're maintaining your own system right exactly. there on your property, exactly. which takes a little more work than being on the city property, but it's if you know what you're doing, it's it's good, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're definitely very robust systems, and um, as long as they're maintained properly, uh, you know, don't flush wipes down them. Get them pumped. You know, every every so often, the state requires that you pump your system every three years. Uh, I always say that think of pumping as doing an oil change on your car. You're taking everything bad that's going to cause it to eventually fail out. So pumping is, is a very good thing. The state says every three years, if your system's older, you should consider doing it more frequently, probably once a year if it's a 25-year-old system or if you have a super large family. 
And I'm assuming just like everything on your home, your vehicle, the maintenance is a lot less of an investment than replacing the entire thing. Absolutely. It's a lot, lot less uh, expense for sure. I, I'm just on your website, which is H-E-R-R-Corp.com, H-E-R-R-Corp.com. You guys are dealing with big machinery when you come in and have to replace something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you want to maintain it very well because replacement pretty much takes digs up your yard for yeah, sure. Yeah. So then, not only are you replacing the system, then you got a lawn to deal with and absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely the mm-hmm. access for all the trucks and equipment and everything that have to come in. Yeah. No, you're not coming in with a helicopter right. and pulling that out of the Well, <laughs> not yet. We've been thinking about it. <laughs> the big drone some flies some, over. some sites require that, but yeah, not often. So you've been doing this a long time, 33 years experience designing, installing, repairing, replacing, evaluating. So that's part of the service you do too, going out to people's home and evaluating what's going on with their system? Yeah, absolutely. For home sales, we do that. I mean, even for people that aren't doing home sales that have questions or concerns about their system, we go out and take a look at it and help uh, consult on what they need to do, if anything. Okay. And how far out are you guys booked with something like that? If I call you, are you out two weeks? A day? Uh, normally, I mean, it depends how urgent it is because we really specialize in emergency work. Okay. So a lot of times we're there the same day. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But, I mean, if something is scheduled out ahead, it could be a week or two. However, because we specialize in emergency work, there's a lot of things that were on same day. Yeah. If you can imagine, Dayton, if you're having a problem <laughs> with one of these systems, you're not flushing your toilets, you're not running your sinks, you're not taking a shower, you're not doing laundry. It, right. Yeah. And then usually we can get into the stuff. If they're usually with a system like this, you have that little alarm in your basement on the wall. And if you hear that, that's when you stop running water. You know, you, you, know, you take all this stuff hear. for granted. Right. But then when it's not available, like last night, our power went out. A tree fell really? on the line. It's somewhere in our neighborhood. Our power was out. And I realized two things. My my. You need to call. My neighbor had the generator that yeah. kicked on, okay. which is really loud, by the way. I didn't realize how loud when you're trying to power a whole house. They're, sure. they're big generators. Yeah. The other thing I realized, I got to quit making fun of my wife for hoarding candles because we used a whole bunch <laughs> right. of them last night. But anyway, yeah, when that emergency happens mm. and you need it, it's good to know that you guys can get there right away. Because we have several pumpers that are out and several crews that are out in the area every day, mm-hmm. that's why if somebody calls with an emergency, we're able to get somebody over there. You can move crews yep. around and... Absolutely. Struggle schedule. Perfect. That's good to know. So we are talking septic and mound systems today. If you have questions, the Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Todd is here to answer them, and he's got tons and tons of knowledge after all these years in the business. He's the guru that we're going to this morning. So thanks for joining us. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. The Fix-It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning. Increasing clouds, a chance of showers later tonight, a high of 48 today. We have Todd and Peggy Stair from Hair Construction on with us this morning. We're talking septics and mounds. Right. And um, I did an inspection a couple weeks ago out in the Waukesha area. And we're out in the backyard looking at the back of the house. And the, the buyer is standing there and it's like, well, how come the neighbor has th- their, their system looks like a hill, but ours over here is flat? So what's the difference? Why might one have one than the other? That's a great question. The um, person that you were talking to that had the flat lot uh, has an in-ground system for either one of two reasons. Number one, their soil test showed that the soil was suitable to put a system in the, in the ground and, and or 
they're an older system yeah, and they're in an area that um, most systems were in ground, you know, up until a certain point, up until the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, when mounds were developed to um, artificially create good soil conditions above the ground for lots that have like high bedrock or high groundwater, something that's not going to treat the water effectively. So the other person probably had a system in the ground at one point in time too, but that system eventually failed. And when they did the soil test to replace the system, found out that the soil wasn't suitable for an in-ground system, so they had to build a mound system. Again, artificially creating really good soil above the ground so that it's treated before the water ever gets yeah. back into the ground with those limitations. Mm-hmm. So the one that where I, the house I was inspecting, I mean, septic systems have a lifespan, yes, right? Yes. And so at some point, it's going to need to be replaced. And let's say the soil is no longer uh, capable of handling the system. Could they build the mound right on top of where the old septic was? It's not supposed to be. Okay. Um, there was actually... Um, there's actually a bunch of different reasons why mound systems go on undisturbed ground because the topsoil is one of the treatment layers okay. in the mound. You actually do chisel plowing, which is a industrial version of rototilling mm-hmm. of the topsoil, and then you place coarse washed sand on top of that and then the stone and then your perforated pipe. So you're literally you're filtering your wastewater through the stone, then the sand, then the topsoil. And the um, so if you put it on a, a where your old system was, that system's been that topsoil's been disturbed. It's been replaced. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have the same treatment capabilities there that you would in an area that's been undisturbed. So mound systems uh, are very specifically have to be installed where the soil has been undisturbed, even to the point where during construction they can't even drive any equipment on it. Absolutely, right. there can't be any compaction sure. when you do that chisel plowing for the first step of putting in the mound. You're doing it to open the pores of the topsoil mm-hmm. if they've been compacted by equipment, by vehicle traffic, um, or stripped or filled, you don't have that um, same um, uh, pores open in the soil. Sure. Okay. Uh, so this this wastewater just goes into this mound and filters its way down. How do you, does that need to be maintained and clean like a septic tank does? Like what's the difference there? So both in-ground systems and mound systems, the water first goes through a septic tank. For oh, both systems. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. So it is going through that tank first, a- absolutely. and then water goes out that so still separate, needs to be treated. Right. The tank right. separates the solids Got from the liquid. That's why we pump tanks. I was confused there for a minute. Right. I'm like, where is that? Yeah. Just, yeah. People should make sure you understand the solids, you know, what <laughs> they comes get out trapped of you, before they're they don't the go out into the, gotcha. out into the field. That's just li- liquids. Not most of them. Correct. Right. The, the, the larger solids settle out in the tank, mm-hmm. and then waterborne solids still make it out okay. to your system, and yeah. that's why you're building a giant filter in the yard is to take the rest of those waterborne solids Mm -hmm. out right and that's why that's why you don't want to put grease and other organic foods like a garbage disposal you want to you don't want to be rinsing your greasy plates and pans and everything down your drain because it's just going to clog that system and and you know that you're going to get some grease in there when you're rinsing the plate. So if you don't want to pour whole pans full of grease yeah. and oil into the into the system, so you make tacos or hamburgers, don't pour all that grease in the in the drain. That's going to be detrimental to your system. Yeah. Um, but um, they realize that you're going to have. Uh, a little bit of grease getting into the system naturally from washing plates. Now, in the septic tank, it actually splits into three layers, the heavier solids on the bottom, 
But the reason you have baffles protecting the inlet and outlet pipe at the top of the tank is they know there's going to be a floating layer of the lighter solids. The hair, the grease, the oil is actually kept in the septic tank to try to not get it out into the system and plug it up. So kind of like your furnace, you got to change your filter in a septic tank. You got to clean the baffles. Okay. Yeah. Get it pumped out every right. every. Hope so you're often. enjoying this conversation while you drink your coffee and <laughs> yeah, your bagel this morning. <laughs> right. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. We have Todd Stair from Hair Construction on with us all hour. Get your calls and texts in. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ's The Fix It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Packers back at Lambeau against the Vikings at noon tomorrow. We'll see if we can get back on track with the team. I'm Dayton. That's David. Yep. And in with us, Todd Hare from or Todd Stair from Hare Construction. <laughs> Good morning, Todd. Thanks hey. for joining us. Thanks for having me. You got a question over there, David. Yes. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm no, sorry. No, so you got a text asking <laughs> if you could put in a, a septic system on 99th and Lincoln, Lincoln which they'd be on city water. Right? Yes, right. Yeah. So that's a joke. But the question right. becomes... That, that'd be a smaller lot, lot. I would assume. Can yeah. we put these systems on smaller lots? Uh, so even though systems are typically large, uh, there are there is technology that allows us to downsize. Uh, and that is typically some type of a pretreatment system. A lot of them are aerobic pretreatment where you add uh, a large volume of oxygen to the system. And what you do is you completely change the chemistry of the system. Your normal septic system or mound system is anaerobic. There is no oxygen. It's basically a settling tank, and the waterborne solids are being filtered through the system. But when you add an aerobic pretreatment system, what that does is it's actually one of the treatment processes used in a municipal sewer. And because you're adding so much oxygen, now you do have bacteria in the system that do break down all of the solids and in a properly functioning aerobic system the water going out to your mound or to your seepage bed is crystal clear it looks and smells just like tap water Hmm. Um, and because of that you're not creating the clogging mat that will cause the system to eventually fail because you're not causing the clogging mat, the state allows significant and substantial downsizing in the system. So we run into uh, we run into um, uh, things all the time where people are on, let's say, a lake lot where they don't have a lot of room, mm-hmm. or a smaller lot, but they have to try to fit a system on there. Um, sometimes aerobic allows enough downsizing to fit a system where you typically couldn't. Um, normal four-bedroom mound is typically 30 by 100. Well, an aerobically pretreated system, you can get that down to about um, 60 feet long instead of 100 feet long. So it's 40 feet shorter. Sure. And when you say aerobic, is it just air? Yeah, you're just adding oxygen. You're adding a, a large stream of oxygen into the system. Now, there's a lot of different types of pretreatment. Right. Um, but the majority of them, the ones that are typically used, are uh, uh, an air pump that is putting a lot of, uh, lot of bubbles in yeah. there of, of air. And because you're adding so much oxygen to the system, you actually change the chemistry of the water from anaerobic to aerobic. And when you do that, completely different bacteria the bacteria in your typical system aren't doing very much at all. Mm-hmm. It's claimed they are, but they're really not compared to aerobic. 
um, you're still getting a opaque water in your normal system going out to this going out to the mound or mm-hmm. the bed because you have a lot of waterborne solids that you need to filter out. Well, in an aerobic system, it's crystal clear water. In a normally functioning aerobic system, that water's pretty clear and um, odorless that's getting out to the system yeah. and not causing a, a clogging mat to occur. I worked for a contractor in McGuanago years back, and we did a, a large project at the McGuanago Wastewater Treatment Plant. And I remember every day one of the people that worked there had to go out and check the bacteria levels yes. in the big tanks. Absolutely. And they were always bubbling and everything. And at that point, they looked a little gross, but I'm, you know, the water coming out. And like clear. I mentioned, that aerobic process I'm talking about yeah. is a process they use at treatment plants. Sure. Mm-hmm. We have Great. the expert here. If you have questions about your septic or your mound system, give us a call. The Old National Bank Talk and text line is 855-616-1620. How do people get in touch with you guys if they want to? Um, they could call 262-968-2550, and uh, they'll be able to get a hold of somebody that typically can answer their questions right right then and there. We have the right people in the office. Hair Construction with us all hours, so get your questions in. Their website is also Corp. So you can check them out there. Now we take a break from the Fix-It Show. Go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Wyatt Barmore-Pooley. Good morning, Wyatt. More of your questions next. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Zoo at the, or boo at the zoo going on at the Racine Zoo today. It's that time of year. Pumpkins and ghosts and goblins and Halloween right around the corner. Dayton Kane here with David Nason. We have Todd Stair from Hair Construction on with us. Uh, he actually wrote the book on septics and mounds. That's what and it's I, called. That's the title. David's I, got I it read right your here. book, Todd. Thanks. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so uh, DNR certified master septic. Uh, septage operator, state certified soil tester, DNR licensed well pump installer. The list goes on and on of all the things you've done. Peggy's here, your mm-hmm. wife, with you. Uh, was he ever home? Did you ever see the guy? No, he works quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is there's a lot of knowledge sitting in the studio right now. So if you have questions, now's the time to call or text. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Now, as, if somebody's listening to the show, they're like, well, I don't have a septic tank. I don't have a mound system. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else. Stop. Hold on. You, you guys do other things as well, not just septic and mound. Yeah, we also do sewer work for municipal sewers. If a person has a backup in their basement or a recurring backup in a basement, um, we uh, are able to come over and use our sewer camera to figure out what the problem is, and we have tools to take care of uh, what that problem is. If it's roots, we can cut the roots out. Um, we have different root treatments we can use to keep the roots out. Um, we do lining so we can line pipes so that uh, the roots stay out permanently. And um, we definitely do a lot of, a lot of sewer work um, because a lot of people get recurring backups. Well, I've had somebody out here several times and they said I'm good to go, but then it backs up again. Well, there's either roots growing back or grease blockages that aren't being um, observed with a sewer camera because you can take a sewer machine and, or a jetter and go right through a grease blockage without even feeling it. You pull that back out and then they're told, yep, you're, you're all clear and good to go. Well, I have on video many grease blockages that are shown to close up as you're pulling the camera out. It's like science fiction. You can get something through it, but mm-hmm. as you're pulling it back out, the blob. Yeah, it is the blob. You're yeah. watching <laughs> it. You're watching it close back up and seal off that pipe. So 
the um, you know the homeowners told you know oh well my machine got through there so you must be open well then it backs up again and we're called after after they have recurring backups two three times uh, and have tried other methods um, we have uh, many several several different methods that we can use to make sure that this doesn't happen to them again so sewer backups are a big one we were talking about mm-hmm. that earlier don't dump grease down your yeah. septic system don't do that in your normal system right. like the exactly. grease garbage disposals do add stuff into the system that it's not used to taking mm-hmm. so it can cause problems absolutely so. the garbage disposal is one of the things that create those grease blockages in sewers. Right. And we're talking whether it's a septic system or whether you're on a municipal sewer, um, grease will block up a, um, a sewer. Root intrusion will block up sewer as well, but when you get the one-two punch of the roots that are covered in the grease, yeah, then it's it's... <laughs> It's yeah. really a blockage and, that needs some help. For right, sure. and for people who may not know, I think most people know this. As a homeowner, I and mean, when you live in the city, a city, a municipality, you own that pipe that's under that we're talking about, the sewer lateral that goes extends from your house all the way to the connection to the main sewer in the street. So you're responsible, even even where it goes under the street. And I believe I, one of your presentations years ago to our association said. That's when it gets expensive, when you have to dig in the street. Yeah, absolutely. So um, typically, if you're in the city, in your municipal, um, you own your water to the lot line, and then the water to the main is is the municipalities. But you're correct with sewer. In 99% of situations, um, sewer is owned by the homeowner all the way to the main, mm-hmm. and they're responsible if there's if there's something that has to be done in the street. They're responsible for the cost of full restoration right. of right. the street, um, which is why one of the things that we recommend or that we're able to do is a lot of trenchless repairs, where we can open up um, an excavation either in the yard or work through the clean out in their basement mm-hmm. and do sewer camera work, root cutting and lining under a street so that you don't have to open the street. So there are different options that are less expensive than opening the street for sure. Excellent. Give them a call. If you're looking it up online, it's H-E-R-R, pronounced hair, H-E-R-R construction. You'll Google that. It'll bring up their website. The Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. We do have a text. It says, I'm building a new cottage on my property using the same conventional septic that hasn't been used for years. During the construction process, can I drive over the drain field if the ground isn't disturbed? So the an in-ground system is not quite as sensitive as a mound system is. That's a great question. Um, the uh, the code asks you not to drive over systems because what they're concerned about is compacting the soil and not allowing oxygen to get down in there and, and do its work. And water. Water uh, basically brings yeah. the oxygen. Right. And so you want to minimize the traffic over the top of that system. Um, I, now, you're, you'd also want to check how deep is that system. The deeper it is, then the less possibility that you're doing something you know detrimental to the system. Um, but if it's really shallow, if it's two, three feet in the ground, then you might want to reconsider. Uh, sometimes you can tell that by looking in the in the septic tank and seeing how deep the the pipe is that's going out or measured down in the vent. But if you're you know four or five feet deep, uh, a couple passes over that isn't going to do anything detrimental. But uh, you know a lot of construction traffic could. 
could impact mm-hmm. the soil a little bit. But in-ground systems aren't as sensitive as a mound yeah. system would be. So uh, you, you mentioned how deep it is. I'm surprised that it's not required to be four feet or deeper just because of the frost line. That If it's not that deep, it's going to freeze. We put in a system yesterday that was 14 inches deep. Really? So, yeah, it's in, in the code, um, septic systems uh, only have an 18-inch um, mandatory cover, whereas sanitary sewers are, are deeper than mm-hmm. that. Okay. 42 inches, I believe, for All those right. ones. They say if you do something for 10 years, you become an expert on that. He's been doing it for 33 years, so three times an expert. You're looking right. at an old page. It's close to 35 yeah. right yeah. now. So Todd right. is here with us with uh, Hair Construction. Get your calls and texts in the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Thanks for listening to The Fix-It Show. It's WTMJ. Need advice? Call 855-616-1620. Our expert home inspector is here to help. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Dayton and David here with you. Thanks for joining us. We have uh, Todd Stair from Hair Construction on, one of five people who spent five years developing the curriculum for class on how to evaluate existing septic and mound systems for the real estate transactions. And you actually teach a class throughout the state. Again, I don't know when you're ever home. Uh, uh, maybe that's why you guys stayed married. Are you, how long you've been oh. married? Like you're, you're not home. You don't fight? 35 years. Yeah, see, that works. Send the husband out and you're good. (laughs) He's a busy man and he's got lots of knowledge. And we've got text coming in on the old National Bank talking text line at 855-616-1620. Quickly, does a saltwater softener discharge into septic effect its efficiency? The reason I like that question is that's one of my soapbox talks. And the code says that the water softener discharge and your uh, iron curtain discharge um, do not have to go into the septic. Um, I've seen that not going into the septic make a difference of a failed system. I've seen a, a failed system that was ponded on the surface, sewage ponded on the surface, and when I had them remove the water softener, recharge water from their system, within three weeks their yard was uh, dry. That uh, sewage pond went away. I'm not saying that's going to make that big of a difference for everybody, but a water softener is something the recharge water does not have to go into your system. I always say it's like having, if you do have it going into your system, it's like having two more people living in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really doesn't have as much, even though this is a, 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 a point of contention, it really doesn't have as much to do with the salt as the sheer volume of water, okay. the sheer volume of water. Now, they're getting better because they're becoming um, demand-dosed as opposed to the, the time-dosed. Mm-hmm. So you're using a little bit less water. But, yeah, don't, if you can get that uh, water softener recharge to go somewhere else, get it somewhere yeah. else. Like your clear water sump pump is a good place to send it. Once that sewage pond dried out, was the grass really green right there? Uh, it actually it actually turned out good for the people. They were trying to move into assisted living and that was stopping the home sale. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Nice. Another question. My mound system sticks out like a sore thumb. Could I bring some dirt to blend it in a little bit? Um, it, you can, as long as you do it properly. Uh, definitely give us a call just to talk you through through that. I always tell people that if your lot is flat, your mound will stick out like a sore mm-hmm. thumb. But if you have um, a slope in your lot, you are able to fill from the top of the mound back into the slope yeah, with fill, fill and, and blend, it blend it right in. Uh, I have a picture. Oh, I have 32,000 pictures on my phone. <laughs> but oh, of one of those 32,000 pictures, I have a picture of a house that you're looking at it from the road 
and you cannot tell there's a mound between you and the house because it's blended right into the hill. Mm-hmm. We do also have an entire subdivision where we put in all the mounds up front, and then they filled the entire subdivision six feet so that nobody would have to see their mound. It's got a big ski pond on it and Mm. stuff like that, so they wanted to make sure. Is that the Stillwater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's out by Dallasman. I used to, when that was first developed, I bought a lot in that development for how I was going to build a house. I was too... Too young and didn't have enough to build a house there. <laughs> but what, <laughs> Ended what, up in Oconomowoc. What they did was they had us literally install all the mounds, and then they filled the entire subdivision sure. like six feet. Yeah. So it can it's be done, place. but it has to be in, done in a way that you're not compacting the mound or 15 feet down slope of the mound. So there are ways to fill a mound in. Like I said, give us a call. Happy to talk you through that. Um, but yes, there's ways to, to blend your mound in for sure. Hair construction, H E R R C O R P dot com. H E R R Corp dot com is the website. Check them out there. One segment coming up left. Get your questions in while you still can for Todd. Uh, he's got all the information yep. right there in his head. It's amazing. The Old National Bank talking text line, 855 616 1620. It's a fix it show on WTMJ. David Nason and Dayton K. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. It is sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. Uh, we do have Todd Stair, Vice President of Hair Construction, on with us. It's been a good hour. Uh, we've gone through a lot of things, but let's do a little bit of a recap here. Tell us what you guys all do and why people might call you. Sure. Uh, we specialize in septic and mound systems uh, from every facet of that and uh, sanitary sewers. And we um, do everything from septics from A to Z. Uh, We pump them. We do maintenance. Um, One of the things about pumping, we were talking about pumping earlier, is uh, not only do you take all the bad stuff out of the system, but at that point in time, we get eyes on it and we can catch problems early while they're small. So pumping is a very important part of the maintenance. Uh, We design systems, we install them, we do the soil testing. Um, We're out soil testing most days um, to determine the type of system a person can have, where it goes. The soil testing determines all of the design criteria that are required for the system. So uh, the soil testing, install, replacement, repairs. We're doing repairs all the time. People with the older cast iron pipe, um, which completely rots away, Mm. we're always replacing that from the house to the septic tank or from the septic tank out. Now, they stopped using the the cast iron back in the early 90s, but if your house was built before uh, the early 90s, right, you still might have some of that cast iron pipe. That's one of the main uh, repairs we see all the time. We do that multiple times a week. And for your cast iron, if you have a section inside your house, what you can tell if it's starting to fail, you'll see little like knobs of rust on the outside of the pipe and maybe a little line that looks like there's a water drip or something. That's actually the pipe rusting through from the inside out. Yeah, they fail. They fail from the inside out. They definitely fail from the inside out, but they also fail from the inside in. Um, when we dig up cast iron pipes, if they're not rotted away, uh, usually we find about a half inch hole in the middle at at best. Mm-hmm. If you go to our website and go to the sewer page, uh, I have several pictures of some of that cast iron pipe and what it looks like on the inside. Which you wonder how it was even functioning. Sure. They fill up so much. Mm. From yeah. the inside. Yeah, wait till after you're done with breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. The website is 
It's Haircorp, H-E-R-R-C-O-R-P.com. And the phone number? 262-968-2550. All right. So perfect. Uh, great hour. Great. Very informative. I learned all kinds of stuff that I didn't even learn the first time you were on. Awesome. We, we're always getting better. At, now you're going to go and read your book. You now, got a book, go. right? See, I've never had one of those, but now I know I can call you if I need that lateral didn't checked. I, if I need, Didn't absolutely. I give you one? Yeah, I have one, but okay. I'm saying I don't okay. have... I don't have a mound, so it's, it's not an right. urgent matter for right. me. You know, I'm not inspecting homes every day that I need yes. to know this. Well, but now I know more than I did yes. before we started. Great. So. It's been a great hour. Awesome. Thank thanks you, guys. Both Peggy, in. thanks for sitting in and saying yes. a couple words. I know you didn't want to say anything. So Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure to be here. Awesome. It is the Fix It Show coming up next hour. Abby from Abby Window is going to be calling in. You can get your calls and texts in to her, the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. That's our number one. This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma. Brands Milwaukee, LLC.